This is Frank Masella speaking. We are introducing for the first time a new podcast, The Disruptors, Alex and Frank. The purpose of this podcast is to disrupt the way the cleaning industry approaches cleaning. Together, we all can accomplish this. Our goal is to guide the process. We want to follow Walmart, Amazon, Tesla. In our opinion, these people are real disruptors. And that's only to mention a few. That's where our actually idea came from. And we'd like to be a disruptor in this industry. With all that said, I will share once or twice in a lifetime, if you're lucky, you have the opportunity to meet someone that can and does make a huge difference in your life. Alex Goodman is one of those people. When I first met Alex, he made an immediate impression on me. Alex had a, has a, a, a chemistry degree, an industrial psychology degree, and a life experience degree. And together, when we first met, we had a chance to speak. We found that we had a lot of things in common. First, we were very focused individuals, both of us. I have a, a focused in the industry of supermarkets and Alex focused in the, in the, in the medical industry. We both have a goal to focus in and change our focus into other industries. So to, I, I can tell you that when you first meet Alex, the greatest thing about him is he has a great smile, a beautiful laugh. And you know what's interesting about him? You can't help but like him. And everyone I has, have met so far since my relationship with Alex has said the same thing. That's not a common thing about every human being, but that's something you'll find about Alex. So I want you to know it's my pleasure to introduce my partner, Alex Goodman. Alex, I would love to have you introduce yourself and tell us uh, why and how you got into the cleaning industry. Hi, Frank, and, and after that introduction, uh, I think uh, I'm going to have to ask for a raise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, super. <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate that, and, and uh, as soon as the healing from my brain uh, releases, I will be back on Earth after that. But uh, I, I uh, want to thank you, uh, first of all, Frank, for the opportunity uh, to put this thing together. It was actually your idea. Um, and I just uh, hijacked it from you, and they believe it was my idea. But it, uh, it was a uh, phenomenal idea, and uh, to set up something where I think there's something lacking in our industry, a, uh, a uh, place to, to get together and talk about what's going on and what's innovative and what's different about our uh, industry and, and the problems uh, or the uh, uh, challenges that people have in our industry. and and how we look at it versus, you know, a lot of other people look at it. And, uh, and maybe we'll hear the other people 
and look at it differently than us, uh, give their opinions. I think it'll be an interesting opportunity to really bring things to the surface where most of us uh, don't really have an opportunity to talk other than write things down in magazines or emails or posts. But I think um, I think this gives us really a great opportunity to do this. And my background basically is uh, 30 years, 30 plus years in this industry. I uh, started off in the um, operating room, uh, bringing instruments in for surgery uh, from overseas. Uh, the early endoscopic surgery and uh, laparoscopic surgery, I was bringing in the scissors and the blades and all the different instruments that we used for that. And uh, got into the uh, housekeeping business by tripping over a mop stick, uh, basically walking out of a, a hospital elevator from the OR. Uh, after assisting some surgeons in, in, in the uh, surgery. In those days, uh, salespeople were allowed in the uh, operating room. Not sure what it is today, but in those days we were allowed in. And I tripped over a mop stick. And uh, next thing you know is I'm talking to the housekeeper and he brought me down to the director. This housekeeper actually became a director uh, 20 years later. Uh, but uh, spoke to them, found out about their challenges, and went to the chemistry drawing board and created some chemistry uh, to solve those problems that they had or those challenges that they had. Uh, and one of my first uh, uh, chemicals that I ever came out with was a floor finish that smelled like bubble gum. And the reason why we did this was uh, nursing was complaining about uh, the smell of the floor finish. So by putting a bubble gum smelling floor finish on the floors, Nursing, at least a lot of nursing, didn't realize that they were actually putting coatings on the floor. They thought they were deodorizing the floor. So uh, that was uh, one of my early uh, products that we came out with. And from that point on, we created the uh, uh, product label called Madama, uh, which needs imagination. And uh, we put a bunch of different products that we came up with or that we imported or created ourselves uh, into that label. And that became the unique label uh, that's different than anything else that's, that was and that is in the marketplace today. And uh, that's how we uh, grew the business. We grew it around the Madama label. Till this day, Madama is our brand name for innovation. Uh, it actually means imagination. And it also means in Mandarin, it means the inner eye. It means imagination in Hebrew. Uh, and in, uh, in Mandarin, it means the inner eye. So we have a combination of west meets east, or east meets east, depending on how you look at the map. And uh, it's, uh, it seems to be a common theme, the inner eye and imagination. So that's what we try to do, is we try to take things that are only in our imagination and bring into reality uh, when it comes to the housekeeping world, the environmental services world, the custodial world. Uh, and again, our specialty is healthcare. So I think, Frank, you coming from the supermarket end of the, of the business, me coming from the healthcare end of the business, uh, I do have some experience with universities too. I think between the three of those markets, we can really talk about some interesting subjects and topics that ride over both industries and are unique to each industry by themselves. So I think uh, that's something that we can uh, we can talk about. 
Also, Alex, uh, you know, you, you and I have been together now for a while. Uh, and the thing I think is something also we might just want to share is we also have developed some uh, technology for uh, floor care together uh, that we could have not accomplished individually. And uh, that came from both of our experiences. So that's one of the things that I hope is going to help us do this is disrupting is by bringing together ideas and hopefully other people will contact us and join us and bring some ideas into this concept because uh, we will become very, very powerful as a group. The more we can put our thoughts together and and come up with ideas that will disrupt the way we do things today we're not necessarily we're wrong in what we're doing but we definitely there's a there's better ways for us to accomplish things as we said before with walmart and those kind of account, accounts those kind of customers people the differences they made so i i agree uh, just I'll just give you a quick background on myself that uh, I, I've been in the industry 65 years uh, specializing in floor care. And actually, I started the supermarket business back in uh, Homestead, Florida, when I was in the United States Air Force in the Strategic Air Command. Uh, we had a child and I, I needed extra money for. So I worked on weekends when we weren't flying. And uh, that's really how I started in the floor care business and never left. Now, what's interesting that you said you tripped over a, 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 a mop stick. You know, what's interesting, Alex, I don't I never met anyone. And I don't think there is anyone that's in this industry by design. Everybody's here by mistake. Yeah, I don't know of anybody that got up in the morning and said to their mother, Mommy, I, you know, I want to be a cleaner. I want, I want to clean floors and, and, and toilets. I don't think so. I think children, when they, they're influenced, they, I know when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cowboy or a policeman or a fireman. I thought that was neat, but I never said I wanted to be in the cleaning industry. And that's just a common thing. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. It was interesting. You know, I think that the past year with COVID, uh, a lot of that, you know, uh, I guess the, the, visual or way people think about cleaning has changed dramatically because of COVID, you know, yes. now all of a sudden realize it's a matter of life and death and you hit on a button, you know, I think it's not only that we're in this by accident, we end up in this industry by accident, but it's also, I think that the people in this industry don't get the, the due respect that, that really they deserve because, you know, I always say this to, to, to the housekeeping staff, the environmental staff at hospitals, is that you guys are actually more important than the doctors and the, and the surgeons and the nursing because, you know, any doctor, any nurse, any surgeon, you know, they can treat and they can take care of the ailment. But if, if there's a bacteria or virus uh, on the surface, or if there's something in a, an ICU unit or, or a CCU unit where uh, bacteria and viruses are not properly treated, then that patient's not gonna make it. So it's, it's really important 
for people to appreciate what these housekeeping staff do. And it's not only where the surgeon goes in, he does what he's got to do, and then the next doctor comes in, takes care of the patient for two or three days with the nursing, and the patient's gone. Versus housekeeping's there 24 7. You know, three shifts of housekeeping are going through that room, cleaning that room, taking care of the patient's uh, uh, sanitary needs as far as uh, germs and clean illness goes. And if you know, if they screw up on that, or if they don't do a proper job, that patient is going to have some serious problems. So that that to me is is a realization that now during COVID, uh, people are finally starting to understand the importance and seriousness of cleaning and the people who do the cleaning. And 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 I would hope that you know, once this uh, virus passes, that that will continue that mindset will continue with the appreciation that these, uh, you know, hardworking housekeeping staff uh, deal with on a regular basis. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, another amazing fact in relation to what you're talking about, Alex, you know, uh, this is something I learned a long time ago, and I always thought this was an interesting fact. You know, the cleaners are the people who are the keepers of the buildings. They've got all the keys. Oh, my God, they have all the keys to the buildings. And, and, and you know, uh, in my experience of life, I went to the Pentagon. Uh, my God, how many people can say they've been in the Pentagon? I walked the Pentagon. I worked in the FBI Academy. Oh, my God, I had to get special clearance to go into the FBI Academy. But I was a trainer in the floor care program there, so I got clearance to get in the FBI Academy. So that's got to do with the cleaning industry. So that's how important we are. We have the keys, and we we go to places and, and attend things that the average person will never do. Because we're in the cleaning industry, I think that's also an, a, a neat fact to realize. Right, hundred uh, percent. I mean, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, you go home, we clean our houses, you know. Yes. Uh, and yet, and, and we go to work. We expect the work environment to be as clean as our homes. Uh, you know, another thing with COVID, because so many of us were at home, locked our homes twenty four seven, we also became much more aware of the cleanliness of the environment we're in because we didn't want to get sick from other people coming in or you know cleaning the boxes or cleaning delivery boxes you know who knows in the early days you know whether we could get COVID from, from the delivery box yes and so people also would clean their own houses and they actually experienced cleaning their houses more often than they would when they went to work so you know i guess people may have helped to clean their houses many of them especially professionals going to work and now also they're in an environment where the help may not be there 24 7 so they're cleaning up there themselves they actually start to learn what it means to clean a surface properly yeah there's no question about it the cleaning industry now has taken the spotlight which it had not for years and it should have, but it never did. And this virus has helped us uh, uh, bring it to this to the spotlight. And and I I would say for myself, I don't know about you, Alex. I've washed my hands more now than I have in my life than I ever have. Oh yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> sanitizers and alcohol. And, and, and you know, what's also interesting is is um, people. Uh, 
you know, are also more aware of the different products that they're using. Yes. There's all these studies and, 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 you know, uh, you know, news reports on this alcohol is no good or that alcohol is causing illnesses for the sanitizing, uh, you know, uh, perspective. And then, you know, this cleaner is, 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 is bad and that cleaner is bad and you can't spray or you could spray or ultraviolet light is good ultraviolet light is not bad also the consumer on a local level started dealing with things that hospitals have been dealing with for years yes uh, you know on a commercial level so it's interesting how also there's an education going on for people that are not in our industry are also becoming very aware of what you and I deal with on a regular basis and what I deal with it with hospitals so it's an, it is an interesting uh, transformation taking place out there in the industry. Well, I think together with the help of other people, as we said, I think we can make a huge difference. And that's the intention with this podcast. So uh, what I'd, I'd like to say that you and I will continue to uh, bring subject matters to the to light, discussing I- ideas and thoughts that could change the way we do things. And hopefully people will enter this program with us and help us accomplish this because we don't need to do this by ourselves. This can be a huge effort but by, with a lot of people helping us. And we will disrupt this industry. We, we will because we want to. It's a, it's, a, it's a great title that you came up with, and it's very smart, and I really like it. And it, I am looking so much forward to working with you, Alex. I, in the time that I've been working with you, it's been my privilege. And I'm looking forward to continuing these podcasts. Uh, we'll do one, if we can, every week. We'll have a subject matter. And the next time we do the podcast, we can let everybody know how they can get in touch with us. I think that would be good. And so from my point of view, I I think this podcast was a a good beginning. I agree, Frank. And and it's not biased agreement on my part. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I told everybody you have a great laugh. Yeah, because it's something that everybody's faced with today. And you know what's interesting about it? It's misunderstood tremendously. It really is misunderstood. I see so many things where people are are disinfecting and the method in which they're using absolutely doesn't work. But they don't know. They don't know. So uh, I think it would behoove us to bring it to people's attention so that they're very clear about the proper methods for disinfecting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
So thank you, Alex. You bet, Frank. Looking forward to speaking to you next week. Okay, I love you. Have a great week. Okay, bye.